There is no better way to start my morning, uh, in my calculation, by than by some Lady Gaga. I love Amen. Lady Gaga. Uh, I need something happy right now uh, because the Olympics aren't going the way we thought. At all. Well, wake up this morning to news of Simone Biles. We'll get you the full story in just a moment. But uh, ooh, it has been a doozy of a 2020 Olympics that took place in 2021, halfway around the world, and things aren't going according to plan. Yeah. You know what, though? I think we're going to see a lot of this. I think that 2020, being in a pandemic, brought to light so many things, including also the way that people trained for the Olympics. Like, a lot of people... <laughs> had time to think, had time to mm -hmm. assess and reevaluate things. Yep. And uh, look, I'll even say for myself, I've been, uh, I'm like booked and I'm very thankful, but I'm booked uh, with like singing gigs through October. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited. I missed being on stage. I also had an enormous amount of anxiety yesterday being like, oh my God, I have to, I haven't done this. Like Doing I, it again for the first time in a while. creating the yep. material. It's, I felt very uh, overwhelmed. you got to think these athletes, to be an Olympic athlete, you plan your entire life and you have a date circled a year. The Olympics happen every four years, right? Mm -hmm. And then to have to push back that date by an entire year last year. That's complicated. And globally, athletes are struggling. Here in America, I feel like we're seeing some unexpected losses uh, and I think that as Americans, we've gone through even more in some ways. The pandemic was so much worse here for so long than mm -hmm. in some parts of the world. We had to live through an election that was just traumatizing and the epicenter of Black Lives Matter. There's so many things happened here in the last couple of years. I think there's some mental fatigue taking place. Yeah. And, um, and, and I'll, I'll tell you, I, I told you yesterday, I'm the biggest fan of the Olympics. I've watched every Olympics. I, Bob Costas was my like idol growing up. Uh, I used to watch the coverage all day, every day, till it went off air late at night, right? I haven't watched anything. I don't care. Yeah. I, there are bigger things at hand right now. I feel like we're in such a such a unique time uh, in, in global history that the Olympics, to me, are sort of an afterthought this time. And I think it's play, yeah. I think you see it playing out with some of our athletes right now. Yeah. And it's a bummer. I, but, it's, um, it's such a bummer. And I think that, <clears throat> unfortunately, and I have not watched the Olympics either, uh, you know, like you said, they've trained their whole lives, but... People are just, people are over it. Uh, people are, uh, even like Megan Rapino, you know, and Sarah Bird. Sarah Bird went out with the American flag, holding the American flag, and is getting dragged uh, <clears throat> for filth for carrying the American flag. They're saying Megan Rapino kneeled to the American flag, so how dare her? It's like, you sort of can't win either. Yeah. Whatever you did during BLM... Uh, and for what you believed, it, there's just, it's so black and white right now. Well, half the country be. wants athletes to only be athletes and nothing else. Yeah. And and the fact of the matter is, it's never been just that. Yeah. Do you know, athletes have been protesting at Olympics and, and global events since the beginning of time. Uh, so it is what it is. Yeah, it, it's interesting. And I know you've got full details on Simone Biles in just a moment. Uh, so let's just get into some news on the beat. How about yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, it's a lot with Simone Biles. And if this is true, we're going to continue keeping you updated because new things continue coming out about Simone. Uh, but Simone Biles pulled out of the entire team finals at the Tokyo Olympics after slipping during her vault attempt. The superstar American gymnast appeared to slip and nearly landed on her knees trying to land. Uh, she finished with a 13.766 score and was seen talking with trainers after the attempt. 
Uh, Jordan Childs was set to perform for Biles on the uneven bars. Biles' foot was seen strapped heavily. The broadcast showed the superstar gymnast in her warm-up gear. According to multiple reports, Biles was talking with trainers before deciding to pull out. It is unclear if she was injured in the vault attempt. It's unclear whether she will continue to compete in the rest of the games, but the Olympic broadcast said it was not injury-related, but instead a mental health issue. However, USA Gymnastics said Biles did drop out over a medical issue. Uh, But Simone did write on her Instagram that it was very difficult to brush off the pressure she was experiencing. She said it was not an easy day or my best, but I got through it. I truly do feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders at times. I know I brush it off and make it seem like pressure does not affect me, but sometimes it's hard. The The Olympics is no joke. But I'm happy my family was able to be with me virtually. That meant the world to me. Ooh, I, yeah, the United States, the women's team, just took silver to Russia uh, by three or four points, it looks like. Um, which is a pretty significant like defeat, actually. It's their first loss in major competition internationally in 11 years. Uh, and also this morning, uh, Naomi Osaka, who is the flag bearer for her country, who lit the cauldron, cauldron um uh, for uh, the Tokyo Olympics, she's Japanese, uh, lives in America. She lost in the round of 16 in tennis. Like, and she's also been talking about mental health so much lately. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm glad that Simone Biles is as well. But the pressure. you got to remember, she's 24. Yeah. But I, you know, let's take Simone Biles, for example. Um, the pressure is getting to everybody. I, I feel like there is an example of people that we've even worked with. Yeah. that have recently gotten very sick. Yeah. The stress has gotten to them, yep. and I feel like people are done. I'm not willing to live my life for anybody else anymore. I recently got back into therapy. Sure. We're tired of it. Yeah. We don't want it. We've survived a global pandemic and the largest movement in the history of social movements in the last year or so. And and people don't want to do things the way they've always done them. I told you, I just got back from Europe. They get six weeks vacation, paid vacation minimum there. Yeah. We can't, we can't keep doing what we do here in the United States and expect people to be okay. It's all catching up to us. Yeah, it is. The mental fatigue of it all. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into a little weather. It's going to be a high of 81 in L.A., 100 in Vegas, 106 in Palm Springs, 95 in Houston, 97 in Kansas City. Now, give us a vibe of the day. You want your vibe of the day? I'll give it to you. Always believe something wonderful is about to happen. I love that. Hold on to that. Hold on to that. All right, well, coming up, uh, a rapper went on an anti-gay rant while performing at a festival. We have the audio and what he has to say for himself now, coming up next. So on our show, we like to shine light on those that are sort of pushing the movement forward, um, that are representing our community in ways that are positive and diverse and interesting. A couple of those people that do that, and we give them a lot of shine. Lil Nas X, obviously, what he's doing in the hip-hop sort of genre right now is revolutionary. Um, Not only did he ride a stripper pole down to Satan's lap in Montero. Amen. In his latest video, he and a bunch of uh, young men, incarcerated black men, queer black men, dance naked uh, in a prison shower, right? And you might just think that's salacious and he's just trying to get, you know, get views, but he's pushing back against decades and decades of homophobia within the hip hop and rap world. You know, I give Meg Thee Stallion a lot of love uh, for being a panelist on Legendary. Uh, on HBO Max. Yeah. That's all about the the ballroom scene. Right? These things weren't happening five years ago. They just weren't. Uh, and it's important that they do happen because homophobia is still alive and well. 
yeah. in the pop community. Not only homophobia, but misogyny, especially mm-hmm. towards black women. And, you know, my, I call her my mother, Sky, who I performed with for a long time, who's now opening for Usher. We were on the phone yesterday. And she... That's such a subtle flex, by the way. <laughs> Sky, who I call my mother, who I performed with for a long time, who's opening for Usher. Anyways, we were talking yesterday. I, I just love that. <laughs> take, take that in because that's a big, that's a big yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. Well, she is, and she called me, and we've had many conversations. And you know, look, I'm not a black woman. I am a woman, but I really see how black women suffer, uh, particularly. And she's like dealing with some things where there's still like white cis men who are like in charge and still the boss not understanding the black experience, not uh-huh. understanding being a black woman. And uh, it's still very, very clear that there's a lot of racist and misogyny happening. And so for Make the Stallion, also to credit her, to be in the rapper world, yeah. that's a very, very big deal. Yeah, which is why this story is so frustrating, yeah. right? Uh, because not only are our queer black artists and, and, and black females already fighting against the man, which yeah. is historically a white cis, you know, straight man. Yeah. Uh, they're fighting against their counterparts in their own industry. Yeah. One of them, the uh, baby, he's a Grammy nominated rapper. I was performing at a, what's called a super spreader event down in Florida at a music festival uh, just recently. Uh, and he had some pretty, pretty wild thoughts about women and about our community. I, I do want to give you a trigger warning here. The audio is pretty explicit. Uh, we've cleaned it up as much as we can, uh, but it's important to share this. Take a listen. You didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexual transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two, three weeks, put a cell phone like that. Lady, if your smell like water, put a cell phone like that. Fellas, lights up. Fellas, if you ain't a nigga in the parking lot, put your cell phone like Let's be real about this. Yeah, keep it real. Okay. Uh, first of all, I'm gonna just say this. I really liked the baby, and I. I just recently had a conversation about DaBaby because he went to his hometown and he gave thousands of dollars to the boys and girls community where he was from. And I thought that was so incredible. And I, I really was like writing for him. And to hear this, listen, in our own community with the HIV, uh, with all the stigma around HIV, to say that is so You're going to die in two to three weeks. It's not even accurate at all. At all. We've come so far. Also, to, I'm so tired of men having opinions about women's bodily p- fluids and, and parts. This has been something that I grew up hearing all of the time. And, uh, and it really affects women, I think, in their adulthood. And, uh, yeah. and then to talk about... S- sucking D in the the parking lot. You know what that makes me think? He's had his D sucked in a parking lot. Yeah. Like these sorts of like uber masculine, over the top, macho, macho guys are always down low. Always. Yeah. yeah. Like literally it'll come out a few years from now that he got, got caught with a male hooker or something like that. Or I don't want to say hooker, that's terrible, a sex worker. But like yeah. something will happen. Well, apparently somebody threw their shoe at him. Which kind of kicked this off. And so then he threw his shoe back at the audience. Did you say kicked because a shoe goes on a foot and you kick with the foot? What did I say? Was that, was did that, I you say a joke? No, it's amazing. It's perfect. I, I, no, yeah. They threw their shoe at him. He got upset. And then he like went on this rant. And uh, it's interesting because T.I. went on Twitter and said basically 
not standing up for him, but he was like, listen, if little Nas X can talk about what he wants to talk about, then he, uh, DaBaby should have the freedom to talk about what he Which wants to talk what? about. What is Lil Nas Which X? Is, Lil Nas X is talking about inclusivity and, di- and diversity and representation. Yeah. Not not spreading misinformation about what happens if you get HIV or like degrading somebody for their sexual preferences. Yeah. Well, so Amber Rose uh. then went on Twitter, who I love by the way, and was like, "He's spreading hate." Of course. Lil Nas X is not. He's and ignorant. we cannot confuse the two. Absolutely. And it's absolutely true. There's also moments before he invited Tory Lanez up on the stage. Oh, my and Tory God. Tory Lanez, remember, is the one who shot Meg the Stallion yeah. a year or two ago. Yeah. During that whole thing. Yeah. They're just problematic. And these, and these rappers, rap has evolved. It really has. And one of the biggest names in the game is Kanye West. And, and who helped uh, Lil Nas X produce his last single? Kanye. Kanye West. Yeah. No, Ain't nobody, the baby, cool. Do you. You're an ignorant fool. Yeah, he's so ignorant. And honestly, it was so much homophobia, so much misogyny, and uh, it's well, just wrong. You know what? I'm going to call it now. He's going to slide into uh, Lil Nas X's DMs one of these days, and, he's, and Lil Nas X is going to put him on blast. At, oh, Lil Nas X is 100% <laughs> putting him on blast, and I can't wait for it. All right, coming up, uh, the dictionary has added new words, uh, words like yeet. Do you know what that is? Mm. We're going to discuss I don't, it. I don't know what yeet. I don't know what yeet means either, but we'll discuss next. <laughs> I went to an Ivy League school. I'm very highly educated. I know words. I have the best words. I have the But there's no better word than stupid. I know words. What a moronic <clears throat> a-hole. Like, how was that guy our president? He said, I, I know words. I know words. I have the best words. <laughs> But the best word is stupid. Stupid was the only word as a child that I was taught you never call somebody. Yeah, stupid is a stupid does. Yeah, it's unkind. Yeah, being called stupid is horrible. Well, that is uh, that is the former leader of the free world um, talking about words, uh, which is where we're talking and where we're taking the segment right now because Dictionary.com has just released their newest words. Uh, some of these are inspired by COVID. Some are a little more lighthearted. I want to go through a few of these and see if, first of all, Michaela, you you used the word yeet a moment ago in your in your uh, in your tease. And I still don't know what it means. I haven't looked it up. Why don't you tell me what yeet means? Okay, so you can say yeet uh, if you're excited about something. It means an exclamation of enthusiasm, approval, triumph, pleasure, or joy. So you can say the example is if we're lucky, all of Wisconsin will be yelling yeet when the Packers uh, make it to Tampa this year. Okay, that sentence means nothing to me. Okay. I will say sports. I will say, uh, I will be yelling yeet when I get on stage to sing next weekend. Oh, it's like a happy, excited word. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeet. Who, who? I don't know. Where does that even come a lot of these, a lot of these are not words; they're phrases like "long haul" or "long hauler." That's referring to people who are dealing with COVID issues for the long haul. I'm, I'm not a fan of that. I, and also, "long haul" doesn't just only reference COVID, so this doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to right. me. Right? Uh, there is one that stood out to me: DEI. Uh, not to be confused with DIY. Uh, DEI: diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, I was hosting a, a corporate panel months ago, and they talked about DEI, 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 and I had no idea what they were talking about. Yeah. Because as queer people, we sort of like live those things anyways. We don't need a, 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 an acronym for it. Uh, but apparently that is, is part of the lexicon. Corporations are now trying to not uh, get canceled. Uh, so that's happening. Also, 5G. 
I just was looking at that. It's a big one. That's a big one. I remember when people were saying 5G, 5G, and uh, I was like, what is that? It's I, I just was driving, and I was like looking at the light poles, like, where is it coming well, from? Listen to this one. Domestic terrorism. That's a phrase that was just added. That's interesting because it took us until 2021 as Americans to realize that domestic terrorism is a real thing to actually acknowledge that. Yeah. That's a little wild. I like this one, though. How about oof? I just oh, saw oh, that. You know where that came from? No. I guarantee you it's Lisa Rinna. Oof. Remember oh. in the finale of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? She or, 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 says or, it or, all the time. She was talking to Denise Richards last season. She goes, oof, you're mad. Yeah, but she says it a lot. Oof. I oof. don't hear, but I've never heard anybody else say it. I know. That's kind of dope. Yeah, Lisa. How about Zaddy? Oh, Zaddy. Zaddy sure. and Snack. I call Lisa Zaddy every day. Well, it's interesting because Zaddy and Snack are both on there. I, I feel like this is basically straight people catching up to our community. We've been using these terms for so long. My fiance, oh. my fiance literally has a tagline. I'm not a snack. I'm a meal. Yeah, I love it. And we had to explain to like straight people what snack meant. Yeah, I love it. Y'all is now uh, in the dictionary as well. My sweet Kimberly is from Texas. She says y'all every other word. Well, how about yous or ewins? Ewins is, I feel like, is that like a... That's where I come from. Pittsburgh. That's where, yeah, I was going to say, is, is it Pittsburgh? It, it well, is. I'm, I'm two, two hours from Ewins. Pittsburgh in the Midwest. Yeah, because my grandma is from, well, my grandma is from Newcastle inside of Pittsburgh. And Ewins is what they used to say when her like cousins would come and visit. Yeah. They would say that a Ewins lot. Ewins is a little bit more like Boston. Like the like the New England states, they say Ewins. guys. Yeah, but we say Ewins a lot where I come from. It drives me insane. My my grandmother, uh, my grandma Jane, also says uh, when it's time to um, clean up after dinner, she it's time to wash the dishes. Oh yeah, W A R S H dishes spell D E E E E E E. Wash the dishes. Yes, wash the dishes. Okay, here's one: ghost gun. That's like, what's weird. a ghost gun? A gun that does not have a serial number and cannot be easily traced, especially one assembled at home from parts purchased without a background check. This is what's sad, though. That's some straight people stuff. This is sad because ghost gun probably got so popular because there have been so many mass shootings. Uh, and it's a reminder that, like, literally, people can put together guns in their own home now. That's what they can be using. Listen, this is why the queer community needs to just be in charge of everything. The words that get added because of us are fun. They're a kiki. They're yeah. silly. The, the words that are added for straight gun. people are just terrifying. You know what's so funny? And this is a compliment to our community. Lisa and I went to the Abbey last night. Um, this is my shocked face. If you could all see me. I know oh. this is radio, but if you could see me making a face right now, I'm not making one. I love the Abbey, Lord. Everyone knows it. We live two blocks from it. I know. I just walked there. But uh, there was this guy, and it looked like he had a, a mental illness, and he was just sitting there with water, and he uh, obviously was homeless. And uh, he... It was just so beautiful to see. Um, he didn't order anything, but he was just sitting outside and he was watching everybody. And uh, the waiter was very kind to him. And I said, you know, I love that about our community, that you can be homeless, possibly with a mental illness and still be served just water. And he can just sit there and with his belongings. And he got up and he finally left. And I said, you know, in probably a heterosexual Restaurant, he would not have been treated mm. so kindly, but we really do take everybody in. So you guys better start being way nicer to us because we are nice to everybody. We are. We are incredible. Wow. Yeast. 
Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's almost time for a first round of what's popping for the day. But first, I do want to invite you to download our show as a podcast. If you can't listen to us in real time, don't you worry. Head over to odyssey.com. That is A-U-D-A-C-Y. Download the Odyssey app and take the Morning Beat with you wherever you take your mobile device. Uh, now it is time for What's Poppin'. Michaela Gordon, what do you have for us? Okay, well, Kyle Richards from uh, Housewives of Beverly Hills is on uh, the mend because she uh, was hospitalized after a very scary attack that was caught on her surveillance. She got attacked by bees in her own backyard. Yeah, and she didn't. Uh, she keeps an EpiPen to combat her allergies, but it did not work. What? And I've actually never heard that. The EpiPen that she carries uh, did not work. So they had to call the amb- the 911. The ambulance came. The firefighters responded, got to her house. She was hospitalized, uh, but she's okay now. But actually looking at this security camera, that's terrifying. I have actually never heard of, <clears throat> of such a thing. She was stung by multiple bees. She's very, very allergic to them. And uh, what a scary thing. She walked into a beehive. That's horrible. She says, but I will say, after the terrifying event, uh, she said, I can now laugh at this video, uh, but what you can't see is that they were in my hair and they were literally chasing me. Oh my God, that's so scary. I love Kyle Richards. I think she's great. I love Kyle Richards, I and I love relatable. her sister. Yeah. Well, which sister? Kathy Hilton? Kathy Hilton. She's the, 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 the greatest surprise of 2021. But also, their relationship is so relatable and adorable. It's so obvious she's the big sis. Well, it's interesting, though, because just a couple of years ago, they had zero relationship. What? How, why they did that happen? They falling out for a lot of years. Usually, either two of them got along and the other one didn't. So, Kathy, Kim, and, and Kyle... There were a lot of different sort of dynamics going on, I think, in those relationships. Um, but I, and I know that Kathy Hilton was really upset that Kyle had done the show American Girl a few years ago, which is loosely based on their life. Yeah. The, the, or the Richards, uh, uh, their life growing up. Yeah. So uh, I think they've reconciled now, though, finally. I'm so happy to see that. There's nothing like a sister bond. I happen to be friends with two ama- amazing sisters, Kim and her sister, Christy. And it's just so sweet. It's just such a... Sisters are so special, so I'm happy that they made it. Do you want to be my sister? No. Okay. Uh, coming up in the next hour, I don't have a sister, but we've got more stories about the crazed Olympics. Uh, a lot is going on, and uh, it's inevitable that all of this would come to light. But will this change the Olympics forever? We'll discuss next. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Uh, lots going on today from Tokyo. We talked about Simone Biles in our last hour. I want to give an update that uh, the U.S. did finish uh, second. They got the silver medal uh, behind Russia in the team competition. Uh, but Simone has qualified for all of the indiv- individual events. And when she was asked just moments ago if she will compete in the all-around, she said absolutely yes. Uh, she needed a couple of days for her mental health. Uh, so she's taking that right now, yeah. which is really incredible. I was just reading uh, some tweets about Simone Biles because she's such a queen. Yeah, well, I think it, we should tell people, <clears throat> if you missed it, sure. uh, she had fallen mm-hmm. and she then had been seen talking to her coaches. And it appeared at the time that she was not going to, she was uh, suffering from what they thought was me- um, medical issues. Yeah, it looked that like she was injured looked, maybe. Then yeah. they thought it was mental mm. uh, health issues. But it's nice to know the update is that she will be competing yeah. still. Somebody said that, um, 
you know the whole Larry Nasser sexual assault scandal that was going on. He was the team doctor for so long from yeah. Michigan, Michigan State, I believe it was. Uh, and she said in an interview, I didn't know this, I just learned this reading some of these tweets. She said in an interview that the reason she stuck around for an additional four years plus an additional year, so five more years, which is like an eternity yeah. for an athlete, especially a, a female gymnast. Uh, she said it was important to, that at least one of his survivors was on this team to keep the U.S. Federation on their toes to make sure they're protecting young female gymnasts in our country. Yeah. What a powerful sort of, woo. I Listen, I, I feel like it's so easy to forget how women are just so sexually abused in so many parts of their career. And to have Simone go through a pandemic, go through probably a lot of mental health issues, really having to survive Larry himself and what her teammates went through and still put on a good game face and still get out there and perform for our country. Mm-hmm. That's an incredible woman. Yep. And uh, she's very strong. We know people who have been, you know, victims of sexual assault or sexual sort of and and, and, and never live their fullest lives. Yeah. Never yeah. fully recover. Yep. And to to excel at this level. Honey, you take a couple of days for your mental health. You do whatever you need to do. If you want to sit out the rest of the Olympics, you have nothing to prove. Yeah. You've already proven it all. She's proven it all. But honestly, I feel like why it is important to have Simone out there, um, and we're so grateful that she's carrying it on her shoulders, is, again, it's a visibility thing. Mm-hmm. It's showing that you can overcome literal hurdles that could stop a lot of women. We know so many sexual abuse survivors. I am one, and I feel like seeing women take back their power mm-hmm. is something that I want to instill in my daughters and your daughters, yeah. and it's just great. Wait, I have daughters? You have daughters? I'm saying when we have them. Oh, got it. I thought maybe I missed something during vacation. Uh, What else do you have for us in News on the Beat? All right, there's a lot going on. A growing number of places and groups are considering vaccine or mask mandates as COVID-19 cases continue to rise. California will require all state employees and healthcare workers to provide proof of vaccination status or get regular testing. New York City has a similar plan for its entire municipal workforce, including police officers and teachers. More than 50 major medical and health groups have issued a joint statement calling for all healthcare employers to mandate employees be vaccinated. Is it legal for places to impose such requirements? In short, yes. Justice Department lawyers have determined federal law does not prohibit public agencies and private businesses from requiring COVID-19 vaccines. Experts say if vaccination rates remain stagnant, the U.S. could see as many as 200,000 cases a day in the coming weeks. Wow. Woo. All right. That's a lot of news. Uh, let's get into a little bit of weather. It's going to be uh, very hot in some places. 106 in Vegas, 82 in L.A., not too bad, 93 in Houston, 97 in Kansas City, 79 in Seattle, and... A high of 88 in Atlanta. Now give us a vibe of the day. Always believe something wonderful is about to happen. I love that. That's yeah. just such a pure way to think. You know what it makes me think of? What? Kimmy Schmidt. Remember the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah. She always had like a positive outlook on everything. Yeah. I think that's I'm amazing. Not, I'm not so good at that. Yeah. I'm working on it too. <laughs> uh, all right. Coming up, uh, we are exposing some of the secrets of the crazed Olympics sex culture they're coming to light and uh, i think it's about time so we'll discuss next i'm gonna tell you this michaela gordon if i ever made it to the olympics and now my options are dwindling year by year by the way i'm down to basically curling i think in the winter olympics 
But if I were to make it to the Olympics and I were a single man, I'd be getting it on, just like these athletes are apparently doing now. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. Back in 2016 at the Rio Olympics, you know how many condoms they gave out to these athletes? How many? 450,000. Oh, my God. So, uh, so <laughs> this is not something new. Uh, there's an athlete, a former Olympian. Her name is uh, Susan Tiedke. Uh, she's kind of spilling the tea on what goes down in the Olympic Village. She competed back in 1992 and 2000. She was a long jumper, I believe. She met her ex-husband, actually, at the Olympics. And she said, coaches would tell you, do not have sex before your competition because your body needs to recharge afterwards. And she says, a lot of people stick to that. But the moment they're done, the Olympic Village turns into a sex-crazed, like, orgy fest. Okay. And these athletes are just getting it on left and right. We saw some videos go viral uh, leading up to the Olympics about these beds. You've seen the cardboard beds that they built for the yeah. Olympic Village, right? And they're saying that they're trying to break, or trying to um, keep athletes from having sex. Not so. They're actually more sustainable. They can be recycled, and they're very, very sturdy, as the, uh, the little hottie gymnast from Ireland, I believe, that young man, he showed us. Um, but it makes sense if you think about it. These athletes are in their prime. These are like the most incredible physical specimens on the entire planet. They've been training for this thing this entire time for so many years, their entire lifetimes, and they just are ripped. They're shredded. They're physically just like pent well- up emotion. Yeah, and they're getting it on. But also, you know, a lot of athletes will save even they won't even masturbate. Like they will save all the energy that they've got mm-hmm. to ensure that they're able to play. I just had this conversation. Uh, one of my dear friends' husband is a famous soccer player, and uh, they just we were got into a conversation about how athletes will just like hold out to keep all that adren- uh, the adrenaline. But when it's done, it's let's get wild. it wild. I feel I understand. I'm kind of it. curious. Okay, so if you let's just let's just play single AJ and Michaela for a minute. Okay, you're at the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Is there a country or a sport you're looking at? Like, what athletes are you going for? I'm going for soccer players. Of course, Megan Rapino got it. I would not sleep with Megan Rapino. Carly Lloyd. No, who's the one I like? Alex Morgan. Justin. Ashton Ash- Harris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Why do you know that? <laughs> How did you know that? <laughs> mine, and Justin's re- <laughs> mine and Justin's relationship is so random. There are moments where I'll be like, Justin, what did I like again? And it'll be like, he'll be like, blue canaries. And I'm like, mm-hmm, that's right, blue canaries. <laughs> it's because I pay attention. That's what yeah, it is. Wait, I, I want to see her. What Ashton sh- Harris is so fine. But listen, may I also say, Lisa is zaddy for life. Married, signed, sealed, delivered. Blah, blah. Blah, blah. However, got it. We're playing a game. Ashlyn is so hot to me. Actually, I think that's my celebrity crush now. Okay. Not yeah, Ruby okay. Rose? If we, no, Ruby Rose. No, Ruby Rose kind of like sucks. I okay. feel like I, her personality sucks, so that's why I don't like it. And she's, okay. not, she's a fake DJ, so then I also hate that. Yeah, that part. Yeah, Ashlyn is okay. where it's at. All right. I would definitely go for a gymnast, I think, or Tom Daly. And I know that's the gayest answer ever, but those little Speedos are adorable. He just won a gold medal. Uh, he's married to Dustin Lance Black, so it's not going to happen. Um, so if that weren't an option, definitely a gymnast. I dated a gymnast at Ohio State when I was in college. He was my college sweetheart. Oh. And um, the flexibility is fun. Like, it's fun. They have muscles everywhere. Yeah. They have endurance. Oh. It's fun. Yeah. Listen, I, I could see being pent up wanting to get it on and then seeing like all these super hot bodies it it feels inevitable so do you stick to your own country 
do you find another country? Do you go find like a nice Russian? And listen, honey, I am Russian. I'm Russian and Italian. I wouldn't mind swimming over to Russia or Italy and being like, hey, want to get in my bed? <laughs> if I were single, we're still playing the single game. Still playing the single game, Lisa. Calm down if you're listening. Lisa, you're incredible. It's all you pretend. Baby. What sport do you think you could do at the Olympics in if you had to? If you had to like say, let's go back to like younger Michaela. Soccer. Soccer? Yeah. I was like, listen, I, a lot of people think because I'm so like girly that I'm not like hardcore athletic. I loved being a goalie. I wanted to be professional. Mm. I will never forget when Brady Chastain ripped off her shirt, also lesbian, <laughs> and whipped it around her head with her sports bra. I was sitting on my blow up furniture because I was 10 and I was like, that's who I want to be. I wanted to play soccer. Yeah, she was cool. She was I so wanted cool. to be a hurdler. I wanted to go to college, but then I or to the Olympics at, at hurdles. But then I remember that I'm white, and <laughs> literally, there, I don't think there's been a white male American hurdler in 40 years. Uh, I actually ran for the University of Toledo at the time. That's and, incredible. Yeah, I was. Uh, a good deal. I was the only white guy on the entire team. You're and also like seven feet tall. I'm very, very tall. How'd you get your legs over that thing? I'm quick. I'm fast. <laughs> I'm very fast and yeah, I'm very no, agile. I know you're yeah. so fast, but I can imagine I have short little squatty legs. Yeah. So I can imagine getting those long, lean legs over the well, hurdle. I was pretty muscular, but I was definitely lean. We had a guy on our team, though, who actually ran in the Olympics the, the prior, I think it was, uh, I was there in 99, and I think he was a senior on the team. So while he, in 96, he ran in Atlanta in the Olympics for his home country of Ghana. 96. Yeah, 96. Yeah, that's what I said. I said I was running with him in 99. Oh, gotcha. So he was like a freshman or sophomore when he qualified for the Olympics for his home country of Ghana. Wow. And then he was still in the University of Toledo uh, track team. And he intimidated me. Yeah, I bet. And I quit. Oh, you quit? Yeah, I'm not, I ended up not running college uh, track because I was so just overwhelmed by it all. I mean, this Babe. guy was a former Olympic athlete, and I was just from a small little town, and they had no idea. I ended up playing volleyball in college for a couple years, though. I used to love playing volleyball. Yeah, oh, God, you're one of those. I, your mother is one of those, um, and so no, is no, your no, no, sister. No, 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 no. There's a difference. When people say, I love volleyball, they're always terrible at it. I played volleyball. You're probably terrible. In school. Terrible. On the team. Terrible. I was incredible. You're 5'2". Look at my butt. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Uh, you know we love our strong women on the show. We talked about Meg the Stallion a little bit earlier. But also Cardi B, apparently a member of our community. I and she's been accused, amongst others, of sort of queer baiting our community, right? Um, using, I don't know, their sexuality as a way to sell albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adria, uh, or Ariana Grande has been accused of this as well. Uh, a little bit, uh, Demi Lovato, they change their pronouns quite frequently. Some have accused them of the same thing. Um, but Cardi's like, no, no, I'm bisexual. Like, Back off. I'm a member of this community, so there it is. Uh, What do you have to say to this? I, Justin, maybe you can look this up. I just want to say this quickly. I feel like in the community, being bisexual is very difficult, and we discuss that a lot. Mm -hmm. But I feel like uh, she got in trouble a few years ago because she talked about gay people in a very nasty, derogatory way. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and if you say it's a sin or anything like that, and I, listen, I I could totally be wrong. So I want to wait to like be able to confirm it. But if that is true, now saying that she's bisexual is not cool. 
at all to me. Well, she's got this new video with Normani, which is really, really hot in there. Well, I listen, the comeback for Normani is incredible. We've been we waiting, We literally right? asked where she was. What happened? You're and right? then, bam, with Cardi B. So that's, that's amazing, amazing, and I love her. Amazing, love it, love it, love it. So, okay, this is where it gets interesting for me because I love the diversity of our community, and I find myself at a point where now that I'm 41 – uh, I'm asking some questions I never really thought I would ask. And one of those is now that it feels like we're in an era where everybody is everything, uh, does that mean that is anybody anything anymore? Because for me, it's really difficult to relate to somebody and relate to my coming out story as a gay man uh, to relate to Demi Lovato changing their pronouns every few months or Cardi B claiming bisexuality uh, after doing a couple sexy music videos based on her problematic past. And what I don't like is that sometimes it does feel, and I don't know if this is totally totally accurate or not, and I'm sure that our friend Ruby Rare or Dr. Melissa Fabello, I'm sure they would have different thoughts on this. Um, but to me, I struggled because all things are not equal. To just say that you're bisexual or to just say that your pronouns are they, them isn't the same as coming out as a lesbian woman or a gay man or a transgender person of any gender. Mm -hmm. They're not the same to me. So it's tricky. While I want to support and include everybody, um, you don't get the same hatred and backlash and legal ramifications uh, if you're coming out as they or if you're coming out as bisexual. A bisexual person can still marry, even before I was allowed to get married, could still marry one of their options. I never had the option, period, as a gay man. So it's tricky for me sometimes, and it's hard for me not to feel like people are using our community to make a dollar. Yeah, so here's the thing. I think that... um. I, with bisexuality, it's very difficult because I have a totally different opinion. I, if I had to label myself, I would, I think, really say that I was bisexual. I mm -hmm. was with men and I was very happily with men. I yeah. was not disgusted. I wasn't anything. If I had to prefer who I wanted to be with, it is with women. And when I was with the man, I did feel like I needed to be with women. So I don't know if that would be bisexual. I don't Maybe know what that's Maybe you're like a 70-30 or an 80-20. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're like, who would you like to see the rest of your life with? It is with a woman. I'm a hundred zero. Yeah. <laughs> but I then to hear like, well, I could marry whoever I wanted to marry. So I had it easier. I see that and I see the privilege. But also I don't say I'm bisexual because as a lesbian woman, as a bisexual woman, my relationship is so overly sexualized and looked at as a possible threesome for some man yeah, I that, that I can't yeah. even say yeah, that. That tracks. That makes sense. You know, and so I think that... And also, it's, it's not that I think it's easier necessarily. It's not the same. And so I think sometimes we we try to act as if every letter of our community is the same because we're all lumped together. Well, yeah. I mean, we're we don't know the trans different. experience. No. That's I mean, we're celebrated, whereas trans people are I, still getting murdered. And if I if I were trans, I'd probably be angry. I'd probably be upset all the time. Um, I don't know how trans people exist in the world and don't hate every single person on the planet, to be honest. Because they, they receive so much hatred. And I've had to work through a lot of my own anger just as a gay man. And I'm a white guy. And yeah. I'm cis. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine what that would be like. 
I do get a little bit leery though of of musicians in particular who seem to be hmm, placating us to sell an album. Well, here's what it feels like. It feels like white people don't know where they stand anymore. So they're like, oh God, I got to do something. I'm gay. And that makes them a little bit different. Like Demi, you know, or like, yeah. I, and that's not a diss to Demi. I'm just saying. Or Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Like, you, you just need some good D in your life. Mm-hmm. Didn't she say that? Yeah. But also, I canceled bisexual. her after that. Yeah, it's just confusing. It's a lot. I feel that. I hear that. Um, well, it's a conversation that we'll continue to have. That's why we have Channel Q. They're mm-hmm. just conversations. Sometimes there's no answer to it, but just to sort of bring it to light. Yeah. Uh, speaking of our trans community, however, Caitlyn Jenner is defending running for governor of California from her hotel in Australia. Find out why she's there coming up next. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Thank you so much for being here. We have a great uh, next hour coming up for you right now, though it is time for What's Poppin'. Before I let Michaela take it away, I do want to remind you that our show is also a podcast. So if you can't listen to us in real time, don't you worry. Download the Odyssey app at audacy.com. Listen to us wherever you take your mobile device. Michaela, what's poppin'? I don't even know why I have to do this story, but I'm going to do it because it's important, I guess. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner is back in the news, and she's defending her decision to still run for governor while she quarantines in a hotel room in Australia as she uh, honors her commitments to be a part of the Big Brother VIP experience. Uh, She's 71 years old, and um, although she has a lot of political things she needs to do, she would like to honor her contract and be on television. So, It's very important. Yeah. mm -hmm. She's such a... Can I say fame whore? Yeah. Yeah, She's a fame whore. Uh, She has no desire or or no... She's never going to be the governor of California or the governor of anything. Oh, uh, it's, it's just absurd. It, she's absurd. And there was a photograph of her as she was speaking to the media. She flicked a cigarette off of her balcony. and uh, Wait, she's a smoker? I didn't know that. I know. I didn't know that either. Gross. Uh, but she said that um, she, she will be back. Uh, she has a bus that she will also be riding in. It says oh, Caitlin for California. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. And um, that's really all there is to say about that, I guess. I don't really have much else to offer. I wish she would crawl under a rock and just spend the rest of her days there. Yeah, I. she just didn't get it right. She mm-hmm. really didn't get it right, and she's so problematic to our community. Well, you and, know what it uh, is? I think that she saw Donald Trump do what he did, and she thought, oh, I can just be insane, too. Right. And it'll work, so right. I'm, I'm from reality. Mm-hmm. And wow, I, I, I guarantee it's this simple in her brain. Well, he's a cis white man. I'm a trans white woman. Hmm, that trumps that. Yeah. I'll really get the votes now. It's crazy how people can <laughs> literally uh, convince themselves of things just by what they tell themselves. But uh, I will be voting for her, and uh, that's the end of that. Did you say you will? Oh, I said I won't. <laughs> I misheard I you. you would. It really sounded like you oh said my I will God. be voting no, for her. No, no, babe, no. All right, coming up in our next hour, this conversation has been one of many. Nobody wants unsolicited penis pics, but they still keep coming. Uh, that was... Don't go there. Probably not. Don't I didn't even do it. mean to say no, it like that. Just, nope. 
We're going to discuss how it's not illegal. That's all. Welcome back to the Morning Beat. It's almost time for news on the beat. Now, a lot of things have happened here uh, in the United States over the last few years. We had a major, major election that sort of changed the course of history back in 2016, then another big one in 2020. And somewhere along the lines, uh, my co-host Michaela Gordon got very, very, uh, she got political. Uh, She cares deeply about her country now. And while maybe she sat out a couple of elections in the past, she's all in for one candidate in particular, Caitlyn Jenner? Just by what they tell themselves. But uh, I will be voting for her, and uh, that's the end of that. Wait, what? <laughs> I will be. You did. I thought I heard it. I will oh, be I voting for her. That. Michaela, was that a Freudian slip? No, I'm voting for her. <laughs> You're voting for Caitlyn <laughs> when she gets back from Australia? Yeah, Apparently, I am. Mm-hmm, she's I'm there filming to. a reality show right now. I have her back now. While simultaneously running for governor of California. Yeah. I'm not oh sure that's my how God. it works, Caitlin. You did <laughs> say Listen, it. Listen, I did. I don't know why. What do you love about her platform? I heard a tour bus. Her tour bus. I've always wanted a tour bus. So that's that's it. That's enough for you. That's all. So if Gavin Newsom were to get a tour bus, then you'd be where? Um, I'd be torn. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would never vote for her. Yeah, that's problematic. Justin, good job She's, on the uh, audio. Yeah. Michaela, we got off the air. And Michaela's like, I didn't say I'd vote for her. I'm like, I think you did. She's I like, know. no. And then Justin's like, I think you did too. I love it. I, uh, yeah, I would never vote for her. Well, there you have it. Never. <laughs> you want to do some news on the beat? You got it, babe. Uh, so Simone Biles pulled out of the entire team finals at the Tokyo Olympics uh, today after slipping during her vault attempt. That was first announced early this morning. Uh, the superstar American gymnast appeared to slip and nearly landed on her knees trying to land her planned uh, vault. She finished with a 13.766 score. Now, it was first reported that she dropped out over a medical issue. They then said uh, it was not injury-related. Injury it was more to do with her mental health. However, it has now been re-reported that she will continue in the Olympics. She's qualified for everything else. Um, and she actually said that she's chosen to stand, uh, she's chosen to be in the Olympics for the past five years, uh, really to stand for all of the victims of Larry Nassar um, and uh, all of the victims that he assaulted. And uh, I really love that. You know, she opened up on Instagram talking about how it's very difficult for her to brush off the pressure that she feels uh, just, you know, being on Team USA. And I can imagine how she does feel. Can you imagine? And also, like, there's so many layers to this. She's already won all the gold medals she she needs to win, right? She came back for five years, like you said, yeah. for that reason, which is pretty just powerful stuff. Then on top of that, we already know, being a black woman in America, the burden they carry And now to be heralded by so many as the face of a generation, right? And then to also have half the world or more sort of rooting against you. Yeah. Because you know that they're they're haters out there. They do not want to see her succeed. The entire federation has not updated their judging because the, the vault that she adjusted... Uh, is like a, I think it was a double Yurachenko or something like that. It's never been done by a woman, and they don't even have the ability to score it. I want to say something internationally, very and they haven't changed it. I want to say she's something. that good. Yeah, she's that good. But to that point, I think it's important to share this. I think that a lot of women, I think a lot of men have done 
uh, more than women, and then it's like very history making when a woman finally gets to do something. But that's only because women were like literally not allowed to do what men could do for like a million years. It's a big part of it. It's a huge so part of it. I think that when we're like, yeah, men did it first. Well, men were allowed to. Women sure. weren't. Sure. That, so, I mean, that, there are physical differences no, no, no. in some of the that things, of course. You, yeah. But also, but also, they never thought a woman to do a triple axel and, and figure skating. Yeah. And a, and a handful have done that. So like, there are. Certain they just weren't given the opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. And she is just because if you look at if you look at how she's built, her height. For a gymnast, it's not that different for her and for male athletes. Height-wise, they're not that different. How tall is she? Muscle, is she tall? Muscle, she's, she's tiny, but the guys are also super tiny. Yeah. The muscle structure of Simone Biles, not that different from a lot of the men right. around the world, too, which right. is why she can do the things they do. How tall is she? 4'8". Four 4'8". Eight. Four eight. <gasps> and the average male gymnast she's is probably... She's only 4'8"? Yeah. And men are probably 5'2". That little maybe. tiny body is carrying the USA. God bless Four, her. Eight. Oh, she's just Can a baby. Can you imagine what she would look like next to me? Uh, no, because I'm 5'2 and I look crazy next Male to you. Male gymnast, 5'2, five 5'4. Five I mean, I'm seeing measurements from anything around 5'4 to 5'7. That's the average yeah, height. Yeah. Uh, lowest end, 5'1. Yeah. Uh, Alexi's, Alexi Nemov from Russia is 5'8. Yeah, I mean, that's, I'm that's tall for gymnasts. I'm dying that she's that little tiny girl. My college sweetheart was 5'7. He was a gymnast at Ohio State. Did you put him in your pocket? Sometimes. If I wasn't, if it wasn't playing, no, nah, I won't say it. Did you? Okay. He's a spinner. He's a spinner. You know what a spinner is. I'm going to weather. I'm going to weather. He was it's a spinner. It's time for weather. Touch your toes. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Take it's it going to be a high of 86 in Atlanta, a high of 93 in Baltimore, 79 in Buffalo. 93 in St. Louis, 95 in Sacramento, and a high up 106 in Cathedral City. Now, please give us a vibe of the day. Always believe something wonderful is about to happen. Spin on that for a minute. I Listen, talk about spinners. I'm looking at photos of uh, Simone Biles, and I did not realize how tiny she is, and now I will never... 4'8". Four 4'8". Eight. Four eight. <laughs> She's just a baby. You know when I was 4'8"? When you came out of your mother's womb? Yeah, when I was like seven. You were like 7,000 pounds, weren't you? You were a 10-pound baby? I was like, yeah. yeah it was huge. Woo. I was also a month overdue. Yeah, well, you didn't And I was like, yet. and I came out cesarean because I was like, I'm not going down there. I'm you know not touching funny? that. You know what's funny? Lisa was, I believe, two weeks late, maybe a month late too. She was like, I don't feel like coming out right now. Yeah. You little Cancer Leo babies, you're like, hey. We're, we're stubborn. Yeah. All right, coming up, uh, Nobody wants the unsolicited penis pick, and now it may be illegal. We'll discuss next. All right, we've all been there uh, on the receiving end of unsolicited penis pics on social media. I'll tell you one time, my cousin Lindy, who you know, she's a few years older than me. We're about the same age. She has a family, a husband, two little kids, Mm. just picture-perfect family. Amen. We'd gone to see a movie with her husband and, our, and her brother, uh, my cousin, and it was a Quentin Tarantino flick, and uh, it was terrible. We hated it. So we snuck out of the theater to walk down the street to a little Japanese restaurant and drink sake. And then we were going to sneak back in at the end of the movie. Yes. So they wouldn't know we were gone. Yes. We just felt like drinking. Yes. Well, as we're walking, uh, it's been a few years because I was on TikTok, or not TikTok, uh, Snapchat, and I haven't been on there in years. I open up Snapchat, and there is a video of a man pleasuring himself. Oh, my God. Fully masturbating. Okay? Okay. And I'm not trying to hide it from her. She sees it. She goes, oh, my God. Wait, is that a meal? And it's, uh, it's a white man. And I'm like, nope. What? Not my fiance. <laughs> she goes, oh, my God. What is that? 
I'm like, I don't know. Some people send me these things all the time. Well, now in one country, this could be illegal. And I think we need to discuss whether or not it should be illegal here. The UK is reviewing uh, whether or not unsolicited pics. Oh, I can't believe I said that word. Did you record it? Stop it, Justin. Yes, it is. Thanks, Justin. Amen. Penis pics uh, are able to be prosecuted. Could you go to jail for something like this? What do you think? Um, I think that, yeah, I do. I think mm. so. Because you know what? For me, I think it's so disgusting and it's so disrespectful. But they have the ability to send it to, if you're sending it just via DM, you can send it to an underage girl. Uh-huh. And they do. Yes. And I have also said, I started, I don't get them now. Uh I, I don't get them really at all now because when I would get them, I would post them on my IG stories yeah. and I'd be like, stop. So, and I wouldn't cover them. I wouldn't cover the name and I, uh, so I don't get them, but they are totally unsolicited. I don't, and also like, I don't want to be rude and this is not the lesbian in me. They're not even attractive, yeah. but it's just like, it looks like a worm and you're just like, stop. And I don't want to see I that. I will say this. It's they're, offensive. They're, I'm more of a butt man, just myself. Yep. But uh, there are some penises that are absolutely stunning. Oh. Every now and then, they're they're gorgeous, right? That still doesn't mean I want to see it. Like, what sort of weirdo thinks that that's appropriate ever? Listen, and- there was this guy. I don't know why this is so annoying to me. Maybe this is like, whatever. Years ago, there was this guy that wanted me to know that he thought I was attractive. So he would send me, like, his hand on it it was like a half chub can i say that online on air i can it's fine and uh semi-erect semi-erect and that was his way of telling me that he thought he that that was his way of telling me he liked a photo of mine and i was like Mm -mm. that's so no why would you think that that is why would you think that that is what i would want to ever interesting uh, because we're in an era of technology right now right and things are changing so quickly but the laws i feel like have to catch up and if you were to expose your penis to somebody in public, that's, that's a problem. You can go to jail for that. That is a problem, right? Yeah. How is that any different than sending them the same exact thing via photo? Really? Yeah, real talk? It's because it's, we're not that far from living in a sort of a virtual reality world anyways, to yeah. be fair. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds far-fetched and out there, but it's already starting to happen. Right. There's a, did you see this? Okay, so... My I'm good friends with uh, Roxy Diaz, and she is uh, co-hosting with Nick Lachey, a new show uh, premiering on Fox this fall after The Masked Singer, and it's a virtual avatar reality singing yes. show. It's like American Idol, but oh, they're all yeah. made, you know who's one of the they're judges? made into avatars. Elon Musk's wife is a judge. Grimes. Yes. With Nick, um, Nick from Lachey. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. He's the co-host with Roxy. That's crazy. So that's what I'm saying. Like We are actually in an era of like these things are starting to blend now. And the lines between reality and fiction are becoming blurred. So why wouldn't we update the laws and say, no, you can't send unsolicited pictures like that? I have a feeling. I have a feeling about this digital singing show. I think it's weird. I think it's weird, too. I don't like it, but I love Roxy and I want her to succeed. Yeah. As a singer, though, I'm like kind of offended. Yeah. It's a little odd. It's a robot singing competition. Kind of. You get turned into an avatar. This is a thing, though. You know, I got a call from... uh, Jeff Timmons, oddly enough, from also 98 Degrees. Oh. Oh. He wanted you to be on this? He wanted me to be an avatar. (gasps) Wow. And you turned it down? 
Wait, we talked about this like months yes, ago. Yes, don't you remember? I remember and now. And he wanted me to be a famous avatar. <gasps> I wonder if he wanted me to be on this show. Whoa. Did I blow it? Probably. Wait, no, I do want to be a singing robot. But did he send you a penis picture at the same time? Yes. He really did it. I swear to God. But I wish I was a singing robot now. I'm going to text him. Yeah. Maybe okay. he still wants it. Okay. Not, not me, just the avatar. Got it. Oh, God. <laughs> Welcome back to the morning beat. I want to take this opportunity to announce that I'm uh, preparing to release my first <laughs> single. Shut up, AJ. Uh, Michaela just told me moments ago that if <laughs> I had the proper training, I could actually sing. So I'm going to just add to my resume. It's true. So let's just go down the list really quickly. Television host, radio personality, uh, author. Yes. Motivational speaker. Yes. Uh, social media influencer. Yes. And now, singer. Podcaster. Oh, podcaster. Wait, I haven't announced it yet, Michaela. Way to go. Face of Sonicare. Way to go. Way to go. Yeah, Face of Sonicare. Yep, go check out yeah, my Instagram right now. Dad. My Sonicare commercial with People Magazine. It's um, amazing, by the way. Check it out. The cinematography of it all. It and was your really teeth great. Look incredible. And my dog was in it, which was awesome. But, um,. Thanks for announcing my podcast, Michaela. I really appreciate that. I way to jump the gun. Didn't say that. I'm ready to announce it. I said, uh, I said podcast. I've been on one before. Also, you stayed in a pod when you were going to Europe. I did. It's called business class, Polaris business class. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Okay, well, this is a really interesting. I don't know how I'm going to segue to this, um, other than to say. Fox News hosts are a-holes. They're just jerks, right? Now, they're saying that um, popular liberals like AOC and Pete Buttigieg, uh, that their votes should count less. Ready for it? Because they don't have kids. This is the new play from the Republican Party now. Yeah. These pundits are saying that your votes, you should get more votes based on how many children you have. So now, let's just break this down. So a system that was created to oppress now wants to further oppress by saying if you don't have large families, and large families oftentimes, if you're looking at numbers, are usually more conservative, less educated, right? So if you have a college degree or a master's and you decide to have a career and maybe, maybe you don't see a family, maybe you don't see a family in your future, your vote's going to count for less if these Fox hosts get what they want. Justin, I know you have thoughts. Well, this would make the Duggars the most powerful family in America. Right? Okay. Right? You know what that it is? That just tells you everything you need to know. They just, I feel like they just can't get over the fact that people have made the decision that they are not yet ready to have children. They didn't choose to do it at 20 and 25 years old. They weren't pressured uh, the way that society has pressured people into having children. And... Um, They're just choosing to, uh, again, feel sorry for themselves. Like having children and not having children has nothing to do with being a politician. Well, these are these are the hosts of Fox and Friends, which is always problematic. And and one of the co-hosts, Rachel Campos Duffy, you remember her from Real World a hundred years ago? Oh God, yeah. yeah. Uh, She said that the, the the issue is that the reason that liberals don't care about certain issues like marijuana. Because they don't have kids, so they're not invested in their future at all. That's not true. I'm an aunt, and everything I do is I always think of my five-year-old niece. Well, she'll be five in September. And my 11-year-old nephew, I often think of one of my... 
Kim, who's my sister, her child. I think of her two girls. Also, also, you don't even, have to have kids to have empathy for even, children. Even if you don't have nieces and nephews, AOC is 31. She's going to be in this country for a while. Like, she yeah. has a vested interest in the future of our nation. Yeah. I mean, that's just absurd. Yeah, I, I think it's just a, I think it's a, I think it's a cop-out, and I think that uh, they just have very boring lives. Well, these are the same types of people, though, who believe that our electoral college or our voting on a national level should uh, basically match what a map looks like of land in our country. They think that – so if you look at any electoral map, most of the country's red based on county, right? And these counties, by and large, vote Republican, across the country. Well, there might be 200, 300, 400 counties across the country that don't eat equal up to the population of a single city, which is blue. So if you look at a map that way, it looks like the country's very red. Mm-hmm. So a lot of conservatives can't wrap their brains around how on earth Democrats could ever win on a national level. When in fact... We're winning the popular vote time and time and time again in the last six elections. We've only lost it once, and that was only because George W. Bush was the incumbent and had a leg up in that race. Democrats always win nationally. Um, There it is. Yes, and so you, Justin, well, the really great illustration showing these maps of what it would actually look like if your country, if your state uh, was voting based on the actual population, not the size. And and by and large, uh, look at California. There, I mean, California is disproportionately outweighed by so many states in the East. Fascinating. Yeah. Also, Republicans are wild. I've googled Rachel Campos. <laughs> First of all, I'm not taking advice from somebody that was on the real world and then literally met their now husband on a spinoff show like her and her eight kids can just live with themselves don't tell me what to do she literally she actually created real world well, in her own home yeah isn't it wild? seven people living under one roof isn't it wild to me children. like people like her elizabeth hasselbeck who got her start on a reality show on survivor caitlin jenner the kardashians you know, Donald Trump, the president of the United States. How many of these Republicans are actually the one? Arnold Schwarzenegger out here in California. How many Republicans are actually the ones that come from entertainment? Ronald Reagan. I mean, think about this. But mm-hmm. they're what we're the, the liberal Hollywood elites who are out of touch. Yeah, Yet they're the ones who over and over and over again keep electing sort of B-rated actors or or D-list celebrities from reality shows. It's just laughable. Yeah, I I think that it's I think that people just want to stay relevant. I think that people say ridiculous things to stay relevant and um Rachel Campos stuffy I didn't know who she was before and I don't care who she is now. And that's that. Uh, <laughs> You're cold. You. I, I love it. Don't know that girl. All right, coming up who I do know, honey. Lisa Rinna. Yes. That's our girl. And she's making a comeback to where it all started for her. We discuss uh, her new job coming up next. Welcome back to the morning beat. It's time for What's Poppin'. And wouldn't you know it, there was some breaking news just moments ago. So Michaela actually has two stories for you because we couldn't decide between the two. So we'll let you decide uh, which is more relevant to you. Amen. I'm Michaela Gordon. What's Poppin'? Okay, so uh, Real Housewives star Lisa Renna, who we adore, got her start on Days of Our Lives as Billy Reed. And Billy was such a hot name. So Lisa Renna... 
Uh, well, it turns out uh, that Billy Reed is headed back to Days of Our Lives. Oh, she's going back to Salem. A limited time. She wrote on her Instagram, Billy Reed is back. Um, and it will return uh, to NBC. And uh, it's very exciting for her. Now, she's been a part of the Days of Our Lives cast on and off since 1992. Yep. Can you believe that? Yeah, I think this is going It's a five-part series that's going to be airing, I believe, on Peacock. Uh-huh. Which is their digital streaming service, which is what I love about these digital arms of these networks now. Because things that they wouldn't necessarily put on primetime TV, they're willing to take a risk on digitally. Uh, so they're doing a fight, and they're bringing back some of the most beloved characters. Yes. Deirdre Hall is going to be on there as well. Yes. Pretty big stuff. Yes. Listen, okay. I'm a young and the restless guy. That's me, but uh, I'll tune in for this. Okay, but then there's bigger news. Oh. Because we love Lisa Rinna on Housewives of Beverly Hills, but we are obsessed with Kathy Hilton. Of course, one of her new castmates. Yep. Yep, Beverly Hills, and of course, her sister Kyle. Big news for Kathy Hilton. She's about to be a grandma again. What? That's hot. Paris Hilton is pregnant. I She's love. She's expect- expecting her first child, and I think it's iconic. I'm so happy. She's, you know, it's interesting because uh, Paris Hilton has been engaged multiple times. The engagements have never really lasted. Um, and then it, you know, she got with this guy Carter, her now baby daddy, and she opened up about the sexual abuse that she uh, endured when she was away at school. And she really just kind of opened up and has gotten so vulnerable. And it appears that she's had a lot of healing and now she's pregnant. Well, she's 40 years old and I love that for her. Love it. I have a lot of friends who are in their late 30s who are wondering if they'll ever have children and, and it's it's possible. And I will say this as well. You know, my very first red carpet interview of my entire hosting career, Paris Hilton. Oh, I love that. Interviewed her at an event in Hollywood and she is so kind and so sweet and so patient and will talk to you as long as you like. Uh, and so I think she's going to be a fantastic. We, we all we all know how great of a mom she is to her dogs. I think she'll be a great mom to a human as well. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. I love that. All right. Well, rounding out news on the beat. What? It's definitely not news on the beat. We've been in what's popping now. Rounding for four minutes. out what's popping for today. Congratulations to Paris. Now, in our final hour, uh, we're discussing how resignations are on the rise. People had a lot of time to think during the pandemic, and what they've realized is maybe their job just is not for them. We uh, will discuss more in depth next. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Uh, We've had a fantastic show. If you missed any of it, head over to odyssey.com, download the Odyssey app, and listen to our show as a podcast. Mm -hmm. Every episode does get turned into a podcast. If you're new to us, uh, you can catch up on some of our, our highlights over the years uh, by listening to the podcast also it's convenient you can do it at your own schedule wherever you take your mobile device please invite your friends and family to do the same yes please maybe rate us while you're over there as well give us five stars rate us we appreciate you uh michaela gordon it's time for some news on the beat what do you got for us what if i was just like i don't want to nothing just i have nothing i have nothing i've got nothing nothing Nothing. i knew you were going nothing um okay uh, we do wow. actually have news. Okay. A growing number of places and groups are considering vaccine or mask mandates as COVID-19 cases continue to rise. California will require all state employees and healthcare workers to provide proof of vaccination status or get regular testing. New York City has a similar plan for its entire municipal workforce, including police officers and teachers. More than 50 major medical and health groups have issued a joint statement calling for all healthcare employers to mandate employees be vaccinated. 
Is it legal for places to impose such requirements? In short, yes. Justice Department lawyers have determined federal law does not prohibit public agencies and private businesses from requiring COVID-19 vaccines. Experts say if vaccination rates remain stagnant, the U.S. could see as many as 200,000 cases a day in the coming weeks. Now, in other news, the House Select Committee charged with investigating the January 6th insurrection will hold its first public hearing today. The committee will hear testimony from four police officers who were on the front lines the day of the attack. This is the first big public step for the committee's investigation, which has seen strong GOP pushback. Currently, Republican leaders are hoping to zero in on security failures from the day of the attack to take attention away from former President Donald Trump's role. Only two Republicans, Representatives Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, are on the committee. Their fellow party members are trying to chip away at their credibility to zing them for participating and undermining the committee's mission in general. Uh, all right, rounding out news on the beat. Simone Biles, uh, it, was a, it was originally reported this morning that she pulled out of the entire team finals at the Tokyo Olympics uh, after slipping during her vault attempt. The superstar American gymnast appeared to slip and nearly landed on her knees trying to land her planned vault She finished with a 13.766 score and was seen talking with trainers after the attempt. Uh, Jordan Childs was set to perform for Biles on the uneven bars. Biles' foot was seen strapped heavily. The broadcast showed the superstar gymnast in her warm-up gear. According to multiple reports, Biles was talking with trainers before deciding to pull out. Uh, They originally said that it was a mental health issue. Then they said it was over a medical issue. But it has been confirmed Simone Biles will, in fact, be in the Olympics. Uh, But she did open up about dealing with mental health issues uh, and talking about the difficulty of brushing off the pressure she faces as being a part of Team USA. She does say, though, that it's important to her and why she's stuck around for the past five years is to show victims uh, that they are okay in regards to the sexual assault uh, that was taking place from the hands of uh, Larry Nassar, their coach. Uh, years ago and so I I think that's really commendable and I think that she's incredible she's such an inspiring young woman and a little woman she's only 4'8 I found out today and I can't get enough of it you know who also is not 4'8 or 5'2 Lady Gaga I know 5'4 I'm 5'2 and I would have made that my documentary little liar you should make a documentary called 5'4 you know what I'm singing with Lady Gaga's band on the 21st and I'm going to make an announcement I'm going to just say 5-2. I'm going to say, come see my show, 5-2. You should do that. It's a really great idea. I just best, troll Gaga for no You have the best no ideas. Thank you so much. All right, let's get into weather. It's going to be a high of 106 in Cathedral City, 97 in Sacramento, 93 in St. Louis, 86 in Cleveland, 81 in Seattle, and 91 in Miami. Now give us a vibe of the day. Always believe something wonderful is about to happen. I love that. Yep. Yes, that's perfect. All right, well, coming up, a lot of people um, have taken a lot of time in this pandemic to realize that they wanted to follow their dreams, they want to earn more money, and so resignations are on the rise. But is there a proper way to do so? Uh, We'll discuss next. I do want to express myself, okay? And I don't need 37 pieces of flair to do it. There it is. I hate this job. I hate this goddamn job and I don't need it. Okay, I, that's relatable. I love it. <laughs> I love Jennifer Aniston. Off I love space. Her in this movie. One of the greats. 
Uh, and she was on to something, maybe a little bit ahead of her time, because apparently, according to the U.S. Labor Department, 4 million workers quit their jobs in the month of April alone, setting a 20-year record. They're calling this the Great Resignation. Uh, There are other reports that show between 26 and 41 percent, 41 percent according to Microsoft, of employees plan on walking away from their jobs and finding other employment after the pandemic finally subsides. People aren't happy right now. Listen, and this this pandemic has pushed us to our limits. I think that we always go back to this, um, but like the TikTok generation, I, I just always reference it. Mm. They literally don't care about anything, and I think that people are starting to take on that mentality. In the pandemic, people realized uh, that their happiness and overall well being is so much more important yep. than some nine to five job. So I'm gonna challenge you to say it differently then, because it's I don't think it's that they don't care about anything. I think the things they care about and care about deeply are different from the things generations before cared yeah, about. Yeah, of course. Because they do care about their mental health. They care about their happiness level. Uh, they actually yeah. care about enjoying their lives. Yeah, but they're just, they're, they, they are don't give so an F. carefree yes. in a sense, you know, and I love that. And I think it's important. And I think that it's challenging. Look, it's challenging me and the way that I work now within my life, the things that I'm asking for, the things that Mm -hmm. I deserve, the things that I, when I go to a gig, what my expectations need, where they need to be met. Like, I I think it's incredible. Yeah. And I tell you, I I, I just got back from Europe and I said this yesterday, we kind of talked about our experience of vacation. But one of the things that really stood out to me is that first and foremost, at their base, they get six weeks vacation. It's expected that you take vacation. Mental health matters. Yeah. I spent time in Barcelona. They take a siesta in the middle of the day and shut things down and just rest. Uh, if you get married, you get a two-week bonus vacation. In the, in the country of Portugal, where my friend moved, and a lot of Americans have moved recently, by the way, uh, they have a large like nomad community there, digital nomads they're called. Uh, they also give you a bonus month of pay for Christmas. It's great. A 13th month. They just pay you in December. So... This idea uh, that the American way is the only way, I think social media has really opened this next generation up to seeing how things can be done. Yeah, I, I love it. I, you know, I think that gone are the days for so many of this nine to five, Monday through Friday. Ugh. This is how it's going to happen. No, we weren't born to work. We weren't. And honestly, I have always been a very. Um, kind of workhorse like I've always been yeah. like I, I gotta overdo Same. it I gotta overwork Same. and you know what you're gonna get what you get it's like, hard it's hard to allow yourself to rest yeah but even next week I uh, I'll just use this as an example I have to learn all of this music and I have to like be really prepared and normally I'm like very stressed out and then everything's gonna stop so I can just be home learning all this music and I'm like I'm capable I know music. Mm-hmm. I know how to learn it. And also, if I don't have two of the songs prepared, that's also okay. Yeah. Like, it's it's all going to be good no matter what. Well, I, 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 we talk about mental health all the time. We talked about Simone Biles just earlier this morning dropping out of the, uh, the team all around and citing her own mental health. Uh, Naomi Osaka has been very open about that as well. And I... You know, full transparency, I have been back from Europe for a couple of days now. Yesterday, I kind of crashed. I've still got some jet lag. So when I'm tired, I'm already a little bit, my emotions are heightened. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit more on edge. Um, But also the letdown of something 
that you plan for months happening and then being done. There's that. And then also, I saw how joyfully people throughout Europe just lived and how much they appreciated family and friends and going out for a nice meal and just sharing and breaking bread together. Yeah. Those simple, simple things that I come back to L.A. and it's immediately my partner and I fall back into the pattern of we have to hustle, 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 hustle. I have to post this thing on social media. I've got this email to reply to. I've got to do all these things. I know. It's too much. And it, 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 listen, I'm grateful. This, this job to me perfect would be perfect if we just came in an hour or two later. <laughs> like this job is close. Yeah. Because we're not working eight hour days here on the radio show. We work hard, but we work hard for a finite amount of time. And then we have the entire day. The hours are a little bit early. Justin, I know you work, but you also love the computer. Justin's over here giving me a look like he works 12-hour days all the time. Come on, Justin. 24. Let's be honest. Justin, please. Yeah, but you choose that, honey. And that's a mentality that we also have to get into. Yeah. We choose yeah. to work. How much? Yeah. I choose to be a workhorse. Nobody yep. put that on me. Yeah. So now I'm choosing not to be a workhorse. Well, also, also, as queer people, too, I think that we think that we have to work twice as hard to get noticed because that was the truth. That was the case for a lot of years. You know, if I was going up against guys like straight cis white guys uh, in a lot of auditions, which I was, I felt like I had to always be five times better than them. It's not necessarily the case anymore. Mm. The the level, the playing field has been leveled a bit uh, and there's still some work to be done. Uh, but happiness at age 41 now matters more to me than it ever has in my life. Yeah. And I think it, I think it, I think it's shifting for you too. You're very different from the girl that I met 15 years ago and the girl I started hosting a show with a year and a half ago. Yeah. Like you changed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's important for me to feel good and so whatever that looks like, that's my goal. Um but I love vacation. For, yeah, yes. I made you a vacation girl. That's the gift I gave to you. Yes, you did and I love vacation now. Um and I, you know, that's, I think it's important for everybody. Um, we are going to talk about next, Justin. Channel Q. Tell me something good. Ooh. Come on, let's do it. Let's tell our listeners something good, shall we? Absolutely, honey. Well, we always talk about representation and seeing yourself represented is super, super important, right? Uh, and especially, I, I feel like, uh, for young women, uh, this young fan in particular has gone viral after a heartwarming video of her joyfully cheering on female competitors in the Tokyo Olympics weightlifting competition, showing that women are just as strong as anybody else. And this girl is going bonkers. She's living her best life. Also, looks like she's about three years old. Okay. Maybe four. Yes. Right? She is losing her <laughs> – she's like literally losing her mind watching the TV screen, jumping up and down, saying, she's a winner, she's a winner. And oh, my God, like, it's so sweet. Women are so strong. I just love her parents for like uh, teaching her uh, what it means to be a winner. We have audio. Check it out. A winner is so strong. <gasps> oh, my God. Get that pool. It's strong hands. Yeah. I wish I had strong hands. I wish I had strong hands. Oh, my God. Little, little, little princess. Your hands yeah, can get big and strong sweetheart. someday if that's what you want. I know. Listen, I love also that that is the representation she's seeing as a young baby girl. Um, it's not just about Barbies yeah. anymore. You get to see strong big girls well, we doing big this, girl stuff. Uh, yesterday, that that there are more out and proud Olympians in this Olympics than in every single summer and winter Olympics combined previously, and that's a big big deal. But also think about how often 
girls in particular have an opportunity to watch somebody who seems like a female superhero on TV. Real talk. Yeah. Like not a lot of female sports are broadcast in prime time. But they that's don't get the, why during yeah. my lifetime, when every, I speak for all women, when we saw Brandi Chastain score yes. that goal, Mia Hamm. Yes. That was a that was a defining moment, I think, for young women. Yeah. For me, it it was life changing. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's funny because I took Lisa to an LAFC game, thanks to our friend Kim. And Lisa, when she walked into the stadium, she said, "You know, if I would have seen this as a little girl, this would have changed my life. Like, had I gone to this thousand game, percent, and I was like, that's so sad, and also beautiful. And I hope that's what we can give our young generation of." Of women now. Yeah. You know, it's very true. Beautiful. Yep. Um, okay, this story is hysterical. Uh, there was a lady goose, and uh, her name's Amelia. And mm-hmm, yes, she is. She tried to break into a clinic to be close to her injured honk. Not hunk. Oh hunk. <laughs> Arnold. Because they're ducks. He was getting surgery, and I'm sorry, they're, they're geese. Uh, but he was getting, he was having a little surgery in Massachusetts at the Wildlife Center, and uh, they were treating open fractures. Uh, and um, Amelia and her honk Arnold were living together on a pond when Arnold ended up uh, with a tattered foot. So they went to take care of him, and his sweet hot wife, Amelia, tried to break in and was like, Give me my man now. <laughs> Um, and it was adorable. Somebody took a photo, and it's hysterical. She's watching. She's literally standing at the door watching this go down. And if that's not love, I don't know what it is. How about this? I feel like you'll love this story. Diplo, right? Yeah, I love Diplo. One of the great DJs in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And he decided to pop in to a club in the Meatpacking District in New York over the weekend. Uh, they were doing – or just actually uh, Sunday night, yeah. Uh, they were doing a, a trivia night, right? He pops in, says, hey, do you guys mind if I play a set? And he just randomly spun for the club for an hour. People lost their minds. Some people even tried to request music, which is a big, big no-no. My God. Oh, yeah, listen. Has anybody ever asked Lisa to, like, like, request a song? Because that's something back in, like, the 90s you would do at, like, a school dance. Or maybe at, like, a local, like, wedding if it's, like, like, I don't know, a wedding DJ, but yeah, that's it's not a thing. But also, DJs aren't accessible like that. At least DJ, uh, at least real Lisa's DJs, not. you can't get to them. Mm-mm, they're so high on the platform, Remember, you have to get through the 